Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy, they know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now hosts of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. It is Friday yet again, and it's been a good week. It's been an absolutely amazing week. And with it being Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I wanted to do something just around, like, let's just talk about it. It doesn't always have to be such a a thing, you know, and, and it's also something that I feel like we'll, we've gotten into the society where we have a day and a week and a month for everything, mm-hmm. but it's about awareness year round. Exactly. So in the studio, I have Whitley, Little John. Yes. <laughs> and she was recently a recipient. You know, my friend Tracy is a really great girlfriend of mine um, who is a breast cancer survivor herself. Um, and then Shanti Doss, who's also a friend of the show who comes in here, is a good friend of mine as well. Um, Shanti does R&B Live at the park. Um, pretty, It's kind of like quarterly here in Atlanta. It's a really, really nice event. And they partnered together, and they wanted to choose someone to celebrate um, who has been affected by breast cancer in their life. And you were the winner. Yes. So welcome. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so excited. So tell us about your mother passed away recently, correct? September 12th. From from breast cancer. Yes. Okay. And go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. She was um, diagnosed in... um, 2011. Okay. Um, she was diagnosed with stage two okay. breast cancer. And um, she beat it the first time. She was in remission for about a year and a half, almost two years. Okay. And then she got recently diagnosed in 2015 Okay. with um, stage four terminal breast cancer. And they told her that she would be on chemo for the rest of her life. It's, okay. it's not going away. And um, Was it a more aggressive form? It was aggressive. Back? Okay. It, um, because, you know, you have breast tissue. Uh, even if you get an mastectomy done, you got mm-hmm. breast tissue all up in the um, chest and, you know, uh, under your arm and everything. Mm-hmm. So even if you get a mastectomy um, or a double mastectomy or whatever, mm-hmm. it can still form mm-hmm. there. So and I'm coming back, and um, she thought about taking her life then, and I'm glad she did not. Oh, wow. Because... Uh, about five months later, I was diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. and that would have been really devastating. Mm-hmm. And um, in the, as the year went on, you know, 2016, she was fine. And then 2017 seemed like, can you hear me? I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, 2017, it seemed like um, things started getting worse for her. Mm. And I think she knew in her mind, because they took her off chemo, because chemo wasn't working anymore. And I mm-hmm. think she knew in her mind that she was going, but she didn't want us to know. Okay. And being that 
I hung around my mom. My mom was like my best friend. Right. And she, I was there with her every day, at every appointment, every chemo, mm-hmm. all of it. I was like there. Took off work to be with her, everything. But she wasn't telling us something, and we mm-hmm. knew something was yeah. wrong. So in um, August of 2017, my grandma passed away. Mm-hmm. So we went home to New Jersey. You're from New Jersey. Yes, I didn't know New that. Jersey. Where? Um, I, li- I grew up in London. Okay. Yes, London. Yes. New Jersey. When did you when did you move here? Um, 2003. Okay. Yes. I'm from New Jersey. Okay. What part? Yeah, I was born in Newark, New Jersey. See, I lived, I was born in Summit. We lived in Newark. My mom didn't want us to grow up in Newark. Yeah. So she, I understand that. <laughs> she moved us to London. <laughs> <laughs> she did not want us to grow up in Newark. But yeah, so we went home from my, and we flew up. My mm-hmm. mom couldn't get in the car because she was on she first she was like went from not needing her oxygen tank and then the cancer went to her lungs. So then she needed it. She needed her oxygen tank and then she got um, she went to the hospital for cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having chemo and she went. She, no one told me and I was like, why no one told me? Well, she didn't want you to worry. Yeah, and she, I know that's hard. And yeah. I don't want you to have to sit here and relive and tell the whole story because that's not what it's about. Yeah, you I, mean, know? I don't mind. Yeah, it's about celebrating life. Yes. and. I'm, I'm I can, you know, like my heart goes out to you, sending you all types of love, light, and blessings because I know that that's challenging. You know, it my is. mom is sitting right here. Yes. And um, I get it when that's your best friend. Yeah, like we did everything together. And when she passed away, it was because she passed away a month after my grandma passed away. So we right. had like back to back. My grandma and they were both my heroes. Like my grandma had breast cancer also. Mm-hmm. But um, she didn't die from the breast cancer. Her organs just completely shut down on her. So that's how she died. My mom, um, her lungs kept filling up with fluids, mm-hmm. and they were trying to get her to breathe. And she ended up going, have, going to cardiac arrest again, and they tried to revive her, but it didn't, it didn't work. My great-grandmother actually died from breast cancer right. also, so I'm familiar with the struggle that it's not just the cancer. Yeah. It's, you know, all of the other things that can happen and go wrong and just the weakening of the body. Right. But... You know, it's so crazy because um, when Tracy, who, like I said, is like, we're like this. Y'all can't see me, but you know, you cross your fingers. (laughs) We are like freaking frat. And when she called, she was like, I don't know how I'm going to pick someone. Like, how am I going to pick the person who's going to win this? And so I was like, you know what, Tracy? I said, the exact person who deserves it will be guided to you. I'm like, don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. It will happen effortlessly. And then when she called me back, she's like, oh, my God. She was like, the perfect person won. I'm so excited. Um, and it was an outfit from Tracy Nicole. Yeah. But, you know, when she called me, I was like, well, let's really make this special because, you know, you got to celebrate life. Let's right. figure out. So we have some other little, we're not going to spoil it for you, but we got some other little good things okay. that we're going to throw in there for you. But it's going to be an amazing experience. I can't and wait. I just want to say, keep being strong. I know you have a little boy. Yes, yeah, he's six. Year old, six What's years his old? name? James. <gasps> that yeah, right. <laughs> this is James, and my my grandfather, my dad, my brother, and my nephew are all named James. My grandfather, my uncle, and his son, and my son, and my grandfather's my grandfather's father were all named James. Ah! James, our family name. Yes, that's crazy. Yes. And we're both in New Jersey, so we might be kind of related. <laughs> we very much may. Well, we very well maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but so tell me, what else? What are you excited about? I know I'm thankful that you stopped by. You're on your way to chemo yes. yourself. But um, what else are you 
are you what are you what are you excited about? I know you have a lot going on, but let's talk about what you enjoy doing. What I enjoy doing? Um I enjoy most of the time I hit to spend with my son. Mm-hmm. You know, um he's busy, really mm-hmm. busy, and you know, I get real tired sometimes. But when I have the energy and I get to do things with him, like take him to the park and you know, go out. He don't like shopping with me. A <laughs> <laughs> little boy likes shopping with his right. mom, though. Unless I'm buying him toys. Right. You know, we go to the toy store. He's, like, excited to go. But I have to, like, literally bribe him. Like, James, if you behave today, we'll go to the toy store and get some toys. Then it you ne- can't get him out of there. It never happens. Hilarious. So. He's oh, it not, doesn't happen. He's not behaving. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the things that, besides the toy store, uh, so you like shopping, um, what else do you guys like to do together, you and James? James, um, paint. Okay. Um, I bought him like a little easel thing because I paint, and my mom, me, and my mom used to paint. That's just like therapeutic. Yeah. And I have bought him a little easel too because he keeps saying I want to paint, so we'll paint together, and we'll. Um, he wants to play superheroes, <laughs> so we'll play superheroes <laughs> Is together. He Black Panther. Has he, is he, does he know about the Black Panther no, franchise? No, I don't think so. Oh, my God. That's a black superhero. I know. You teach well, him about Black Panther. His dad gets him into all the superheroes, and then he brings it home, and then it's okay. like, you know, his dad teaches him that stuff, and okay. then he brings it, and then he loves wrestling. He wants to wrestle. I'm like, James, mommy does not want to wrestle <laughs> <laughs> at all. But, um, and we cook together. He okay. loves to bake. So you like me. cooking. Yeah, I Do love you to bake cook. or you like cooking as well? I like cooking and baking. Okay. I don't cook as much as I used to because... With them being sick a lot. Okay. But I do enjoy it. It is, it's kind of therapeutic too to be okay. in there cooking, making a cake and, or just whooping up something for dinner. Uh-huh. It's really, it's really enjoyable because I sit my family eat it and I'm like, oh, they love it. Yes. Yeah. I accomplished something today. <laughs> so what are some, I guess, words of advice or, or affirmations or whatever it is that you do to stay strong? What are some, words of wisdom that you would give someone else out there who may have lost a parent to cancer or is fighting the battle themselves, what would you say? I would just say, like, trust in God mm-hmm. for foremost. Um, and, you know, your your church family, because mm-hmm. I, I realized after I, my mom passed away how big my church family was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you realize when you, you go in there, you don't think that no one knows who you are sometimes because it's a big church. But after my mom died, it was like love, mm-hmm. just the love. And, you know, sometimes you got to lean on your family. Mm-hmm. Your family is your biggest support system. And um, like I said, my mom was my number one support. And after she passed away, it's like trying to look for someone taking the chemo and whatnot. But my friends are there for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they show that they actually really care which okay. i'm happy and um well, like i said the number one thing is just trusting god and also let's see i'm guessing like you know do your research uh-huh. also do a lot of research when you get when you get diagnosed you got to do a lot of research because doctors do tell you some things mm-hmm. but there's nothing wrong with you know Looking up your stuff yourself. I right. mean, don't go crazy though, because you'd be like, "Oh yeah, oh you, know, you get on WebMD right. and you have everything. Right, you have everything. You gotta right. be careful. <laughs> you go in there, you diagnose. You're like, oh my goodness, yes, I have some disease that hasn't it's, risen since exactly. the Middle Ages, and you're like, I have it. I know I do, and the gout. Like I got smallpox and everything else. <laughs> right. And so you know, do your research, but at the same time, it's like, actually, it's don't be afraid to ask your doctor questions. questions. Yeah, and um. 
don't afraid to, to change doctors. If you don't feel like your doctor Have you had to fire a doctor? I, well, I didn't fire him. He was a good doctor, but I don't... No, no, no. You don't have to feel bad. <laughs> you had to fire a doctor. You had to, sometimes you got to fire a doctor. Like, I, had okay. to, I had to let him go. I had to let go to doctors because I felt like they were not doing what they... Like, they couldn't do anymore for me. Right. And I needed to move on to something else. I get it. If it's not working and if you're... Do- how can you... Ex- how can you lean on someone to... Like, if they have lost hope in your case, Right. right. How can you expect them to do what they need to do if they're not in alignment in terms of with your energy and having exactly. hope still? Like, if they're like, oh, it's, it's a wrap. Right. We're not doing anything no more. Nope. We, there's nothing we can do. And it's like, well, I got to go somewhere else. So right. I started going over to um, Northside. Mm-hmm. And she's straightforward with me, which mm-hmm. I love. My other doctor used to, he used to go see because he used to try to hide my feelings out of uh-huh. me, you know. But I want someone straightforward with me. So he will be straightforward. She's straight. She's more straightforward. And um, basically told my told me that my cancer is terminal. Okay. Uh, and so I'm basically going to be living with this for the rest of my life okay. and doing chemo for the rest of my life until there's nothing left to do. Uh-huh. Um, are there things in terms of like, are you doing like supplements or would it? Are you doing things to boost your immune system from a holistic standpoint? Yes, I am. Um, I have these supplements that I do take, and then also do you I, juice. I do juice. Okay. Yes, and um, do a lot of organic stuff, and okay. I watch what I eat now, and I make sure that I try to keep myself up mm-hmm. and not just lay in the bed all day because yeah. that would just make it even worse. Because this is the truth. And I know that they're telling you, okay, it's terminal. Life is terminal. All of right. us going to die exactly. at one point. Exactly. You know, we it, we don't know if it's going to be tomorrow, if it's going to be in 10 years, 40 years. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people, um, they don't they don't realize. Right. You know, when they hear those words, it's so devastating. But the truth is, everyone... This lifetime is so short. Exactly. So it's about really enjoying it, embracing it, and enjoying every moment. So when you got that news, like, did it in any way invigorate you to live your best self or do anything different? Or how did it change you for the better? Um, To be honest, (laughs) when I got the news, I did break down and cry. Understand. My mom was there. Mm -hmm. And, um... Like I said, she's always she always holds me when I cry, mm-hmm. and then she knows how to ask the questions because she's gone through this already. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't actually start changing until my mom actually passed away. Mm-hmm. Since she's been gone, and uh, the message the pastor gave at her um, funeral, mm-hmm. it was to live. You have to live. And that's what I'm choosing to do. I'm not going to be stressed out no more. I'm not because that don't to, help you. You know it doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to be stressed. I'm not going to, you know, sit around and just wait till something happens. Mm-hmm. I am going to, you know, take life and just go for it. Right. So, what's something on your bucket list like that you were like, I gotta do. Um, well, me and my mom always talk about getting our passports and leaving and going out the country. We have never done that yet. Do you have your passport? I don't have my passport yet. <laughs> You've got to go get your passport. Oh, we got to get a passport. Okay. Hold on one sec. We have a quick call. Okay. Tracy. Hi there. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. 
Thanks for having me. Of course, we have Whitley in the studio. And you know, it's so funny. Every time I say Whitley's name, the only other Whitley I know is from a different, different world. world. My mom named me after her. Are you so serious? <laughs> My mom named me after her. And I her. keep almost catching myself. If you hear me hesitate, it's because it's like, it's like, wait, okay, yes, it is Whitley. Let me know. Because yes. I feel like I'm about to mess it up or something. How are you today? I am great. I'm having a great day. Lovely. So we're sitting here in the studio, and I was asking Whitley some of her, like, bucket list. Like, what are some things that she's like, I got to do? And um, she does not have her passport. No, what? We talked to, me and my mom talked about getting them, and we just never got get a chance. Passport. I got to get it. Cause get I, your passport. What happens if a trip comes up? You don't have your passport. I know. Uh, one of my friends wanted to go somewhere for her birthday, and I was like, baby, I don't have a passport. <laughs> well, well, you can do that. Go on and get your passport. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it um, next year. It's on my list to get it next year. And then just travel. Are you serious? Okay, I might get it at the end of the year. Okay? Do you, do you, you can <laughs> fill out the paperwork at the post office. You can? Yeah. yeah. Whitley, I think we're going to start working on we're that. We're going to start working okay, on that, okay? On <laughs> I got to get out the country, go somewhere, and see the world. Okay, so the passport. Yes. What else? Well, that's done. What else? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess. See, I was in the process of buying a house last year, but I lost my job because mm-hmm. of my sick illness. Yes. And I want to buy a house by next year. Like I'm, I'm want to, but I'm not working. So it's okay. like, who's going to give me a house? When I'm not working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. You, I get it. you never know what can happen. You never know. That's why it's like words are powerful. Yeah. They're your prayers into the universe. And, you know, I, I live by that. And that's why I'm asking you these things. Like, what are your desires? What are your dreams? What are your... Because you have to continue to dream them and to speak them and to allow them the space to come back for you. Right. I don't believe that's true. I need... I, I got to get moving on the things I want to do. Because... Okay. Like I wanna, I always wanted to go to Italy, okay, and um, France, and you mm-hmm. know the whole European, European. country. And then learn. Uh, some, let me tell you this: learn, start learning some French. Well, I took French in high school, but let me tell you, brush up. I don't know a lick of it no more. Because <laughs> I know that's what I went. My mom and I went to Paris. Um, it's been a while ago now. It's been like three years, mom. Then like three years ago, um, my mom had you know never been over to like London and Paris and that whole thing and. Um, <laughs> so I dragged her over to Europe with me, kicking and screaming. It was so funny. We're on the plane, and she, like, did not. It's like, how long is it to London? It's like an eight, ten hour, like an eight-hour flight. Oh, my goodness. This one stayed up the whole time. I go to sleep. I wake up. She's just looking. I'm like, Mom, what are you <laughs> she doing? She was nervous. She was like, oh, my goodness, we're with the waters and everything. <laughs> There's nothing to be nervous about. Like, so then we finally really? get there. <laughs> we're in the, so I was like, you know, we're taking my mom. And my thing is this. If I fly first class, my mom is flying first class right. with me. We're going to enjoy this and we're going to do it up. So we're on Virgin Atlantic and first class. And, you know, they have these kind of, it's al- it almost feels like a little pod. So she's looking like, what the hell? And she got me <laughs> in this little claustrophobic little pod. And it was funny, but. Did you enjoy it, Mom? Okay, she did. When she got there, she enjoyed she it. She got there. And what I'm saying, learn some French is because when we got to Paris, and I know you've been to Paris too, um, Tracy, they don't speak English. Okay. Even if they do, they don't let you know they speak English. <laughs> they look at you like, you're going to speak French to me today. Right. <laughs> so learn some French. I'm going to brush back up on it. I'm, you know, get a book. My Rosetta Stone, I, I'm telling you. You should download that app, Duolingo. That's oh. what I did. 
That's when what I went did. to Paris. <laughs> I studied French in college and in high school, so I brushed up on it, and I had a good enough French to like maneuver, like directions, to order some food, mm-hmm. right. to ask for stuff, to you I know. I'll say my name, and that's about it. I could introduce myself to you, and I. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be like Jim Appel Whitley. Jim Appel. Yeah, <laughs> like, add, like there's, some, know there's some other special ones. You have to know how to order some vin, some some vin rouge, some red wine. Um, oh, I need to learn that one. Yes, you need some <laughs> red wine in your life. You need a coque monsieur. You need your certain things that you need. Pommes frites, French fries. You need those. Oh, I need those. <laughs> <laughs> you wait. Why is all? Why are all my French words food though? Can we talk about that? I, oh my god, I'm sitting here thinking quiche. Really? <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. You gotta order your food. You gotta eat when you're out no, there. You have to eat. <laughs> But um, I was talking and I was telling, um, we were talking about, you know, how you were trying to figure out how you were going to know who was the right person um, to give the gift to um, of, you know, Tracy Nicole. And I remember how we were talking about it. And I was like, you're going to know the perfect person is going to come to you. And then yeah. when you decided on Whitley, you were like, oh, my God, she's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> And I also told her that we have we're, we have some other things up our sleeves that we're putting together, so it's going to be a real special special um, event. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited. I'm excited too. So, are there any words of advice or wisdom that you would give Whitley? I asked Whitley the same thing in terms of for other people listening out there. But what would you um, give to anyone out there who may be going fighting cancer? have friends, family um, who are in the throes of it, what would you say? I would say stay positive and surround yourself with positive energy. It makes a difference. I would say live life to the fullest every single day intentionally. Like don't put off things to tomorrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And everything you want to do, don't be afraid to do it. Just do it. Just jump. Exactly. I agree. And honestly, those are words of wisdom no matter what you're going through. Right. I yeah. feel like, you know, everyone waits for tomorrow or I will do yeah. this when. There is never a perfect situation. Like, well, when this happens, then I will. Right. No. Like, start. I know what I do is I start living. My words are in the affirmative of I already have it. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to claim it. It's already done. It's, it's already done. To claim it. I am is one of the most powerful prayers into the universe. And I'm speaking from it. I mean, it actually took me going through breast cancer to get the courage to do a lot of things. And I look back and I'm like, it was only me holding myself back in fear. Mm -hmm. So it's letting go of fear and just living. Absolutely. Just getting that passport and just looking at the map and saying, this is where I want to go. Who's down? Right. I'm going to do that. That's how it's going to be. Yes. Get your baby's passport, too. You call me. Let's go somewhere. I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) But the reason I say, the reason I said get the baby's passport, too, is because you're setting a precedent for him and you're teaching him early. Yes. Absolutely. I'm sure you didn't have a passport because your mom probably didn't have a passport. Yeah, she don't have one. Right. That's where was our plan to get one together and then go travel. So even if you do a trip solo, also do a trip with the baby because you're showing him by example and then it will be nothing for him. Like, what do you mean? He'll be like, what do you mean you don't have a passport? Right. I've right. had a passport my whole life. I've been, I've been traveling my whole life. Exactly. 
because oh, our our first trip we took in the plane, and he was so excited. We went back home to Jersey. He was mm-hmm. so excited. He was like, "Mommy, where are we going?" I said, "To New Jersey," and he's never he's been one time, but he was like two, okay. two or three. My grandma, well, my grandpa passed away, and um, we we drove up that time. So yeah. the first time in the plane. He was excited, and his air started popping, and he was just a mess, crying. And I was Aww. like, it's going to be okay, baby. We're almost there. we almost there. My ears hurt, Bobby. Next time, give him a piece of gum. I thought I had some in my purse, or, but I didn't have any. Or um, also, if, like, I'm trying to think, do you think it would still work with, like, a bigger kid? Like, if you gave him one of those, like, water bottles with the little squeezy tip on it to kind of, like, suck the water? Like, that sucking motion, like, I know with babies. Because yeah. with Ella, I just will try to, like, breastfeed her. Um, when like on when we're leaving and then when we're landing. Okay. I always and then she's fine. So I don't know if does that work, Tracy, with big kids. Um, I think at that age you're gonna have to teach him how to pop his ears, like hold oh. hold his nose and, and push. I was and trying pop his to. Ears. I said, baby, hold your nose and like yeah. Just sometimes when you yawn, like if you yawn or if you yawn, yeah, then, yeah, that'll do it'll it. It'll relieve the pressure, but yeah, that at that too. age, yeah. He was like, I don't know how to yawn. I said, you yawn all the time, James. <laughs> he not do anything. <laughs> to him, he don't know how to do anything. I'm like, James, who helps you at school? I do it myself. Then why <laughs> you come home and ask me to do this stuff for you? I'm like, go in the bathroom by yourself and take pull your, and unbutton your own pants. <laughs> well, he wants his mommy. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it at all. He's a mommy's boy. But he yeah. loves his dad. And I'm glad that him and his dad have a great relationship. Yeah. You know, because, you know, sometimes it's hard to, for co-parenting when you're not together. But he and his dad have a really great relationship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll leave that right there. But, um, <laughs> well, I just want to say, um, Tracy, thank you so much. And I always appreciate you um, for all that you do in terms of giving back and paying it forward. Um and I'm grateful that you were able to come in today and share. I know you have to run to chemo, but have a great day. Like, I don't know. I know that that's a real involved, like the process. Usually it's like a, a couple of days after, correct? Yeah. That it's kind of a little challenging. Yes. Okay. And, um. And think about next week. This time, next week, we will be doing a makeover. I know. I know that you text messages. I was like, yay. And, you know, Monday's my birthday. So oh, happy oh, birthday. This is like a birthday present. I'm so excited. I thank you so much. No, <laughs> thank you for coming in today. And I'm just so grateful that we could highlight your story that we could, you know, check something else. I bet you've never come into the radio station. Right. Done a podcast like I've never, and- <laughs> never done this before. So this is like a check off the bucket list. And, Yay. You know, I'm going to actually write down all my things I want to do and start just checking them off and checking them off and checking them off. And just add to it. Right. Like as you accomplish things, the best thing ever is to continue to allow your list to grow. Right. So as you do... Keep it moving. Keep adding stuff. Keep doing stuff. Yes. Keep living. Because yes. um, like my mom always said, she's when she got diagnosed with terminal cancer, she said terminal does not mean it's the end. And I'm going to live like that. And it's not the end. I'm going to just keep moving and doing me. And like I said, you can get hit by a bus tomorrow. And, tomorrow. And, 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 and die. And I didn't die from the cancer. I died because I got hit by a bus and I can't walk. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Walk. So, you know, I'm just going to live my life and not be stressed out anymore i love it well we're gonna take a really really quick break right there i just want to say thank you so much 
Um, where can people do you do? You, is your Instagram or anything? Is it private? Is it public? Is it? Um, do you have any of that social I have media Instagram. stuff? Um, my Instagram is uh, Whitley underscore Latrice. Okay. Is it private? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. So if, they, if they add me, I will accept the from <laughs> Okay. And then if you want to find me on um, Facebook, it's just Whitley Little John. Okay. And I don't know if that's private or not either. Okay. Well, hey, I was just asking because sometimes, you know, I don't know how much of your story you share, if that's something you're interested in doing. So I, I just wanted to give you the platform to do that. And if not, it's nothing wrong being private too. I, um, on my Facebook, well, on my Instagram, I do have pictures of like my chemo days uh-huh. and, you know, um, me losing my hair. And you have a cute head though, like in a you. very non-lesbian way. But, <laughs> y- you know, no, it's really cute. Like she, you have a nice little Caesar going on. Right. Um, when I, when I, my hair fell out and I decided to, cause it was falling out in chunks mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, my friend, her friend came in, cut it real short and was really curly cause my natural hair is curly. Mm-hmm. So this is curly, but I take coconut oil and I flatten down because I'm not walking Coconut around. oil is everything. Right. My hair is a hot mess right now. <laughs> but this is called, yes, being a mom, you just wash it and throw a hat well, That's why I'm like, you know, <laughs> this is the easiest thing possible. And when it started growing back, I said, okay, it's kind of cute. It's not that bad. And I don't have a big head like I thought I did. Oh, no. I had lots of hair. Uh-huh. So I thought that. You have a head, nice shaped head. My head was big. Could be, you could, if you had like one of those like ski slope heads or like a head that's a little bit. You got a cute head. You're Thank good. You, you can wear that. You. Cancer, no cancer. It's a nice look on you. But people give me compliments, and, they, and they'll be like, I love your haircut. And I'm like, well, it fell out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> why not just say thank you? I, that's what my friend said. She said, just start saying thank you. I said, I am, because I think people look at it like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, don't feel bad. I mean, it's it's life, and you just live life. I'm like, I'm 28 years old. Got diagnosed when I was 27. I never thought that 27 that I would be dealing with all this stuff right i thought i would just be chilling maybe got married and you still can you know. i mean i still can get married i'm still i don't chilling. know but just listen, <laughs> the whole marriage day let me tell you hold off on that one well i got married <laughs> i did get married young i got married at 23 yeah. and you know obviously we're not together anymore stuff happens <laughs> stuff happens but i feel like i'd say that to a lot of women because i feel like women we're conditioned from society to feel like that's the pinnacle. Right. Like, oh, my God, you have to get married. You have to do this. You have to do that. But, no, it's more important to be in a really loving, amazing relationship exactly. versus the title of husband, of wife. Right. Wait until you find that person that you absolutely don't desire to live without. And even then, who's to say you have to get married? Exactly. You can create whatever life you desire to have with one another. Because weddings are expensive and divorces are too. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I didn't say that. <laughs> Whoa, you have no idea how that resonates with me. But um, just thank you. Just enjoy your day. And I can't wait to see you next week. I can't. Happy early birthday. Thank you. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I actually am going to be in a fashion show on on the 21st, which is Saturday. Yes. And so I said, happy birthday to me because I'm going to actually walk a runway and I'm going to be so excited. So... Yes. Nice. We'll love it. This is Kinsley Keisha. We're going to take a really quick break and we will be right back in a moment. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. We are back here with Candidly Keisha. We are going to continue this party. Um, what was I going to? Oh, Lord. I completely lost my train of thought. But Whitley is off to her rest of her day. And 
just sending her lots of love and light um, as she tackles chemo today. But I have someone else on the phone, and I'm very excited. We're just continuing, like, the good feel-good stories. Like, I know it was a little somber for a moment, but my desire is to always, like, highlight the good, the enjoyable, the, you know, life does throw you lemons, but you have a choice if you want to make lemonade or not. So on the phone, I have Miss Christian. Christian. You know Tracy's daughter's name is Christian? So that's why I said that. Kristen Frazier. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I am amazeballs. Yeah, you sound great. Thank you. So I met Kristen in Tortola. Um, when was that in the August, end of, in the end of August, the beginning of September when September, I was there, correct. right before the hurricane came and tore stuff down, mm-hmm. but right before Irma, right before Irma, that damn Irma, but mm-hmm. Kristen is an amazing designer. Um, tell us about your company. Um, let's start off with that. Cause that's kind of how we met. We met because I was there. I'm um, doing a, a a whole. They do a give back for the children of the island, where they give book bags and they give um, food and fun and games and school supplies and and it's really really great. And those of you who know me and listen to Candidly Keisha, you know I'm all about paying it forward. So I was the keynote speaker, and I met Kristen, and she came by our hotel and brought all of these beautiful bathing. I'm still waiting for my big booby bathing suit, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. Bathing suits and scarves and dresses and you have iPhone cases and all types of stuff. Yeah. Well, I, you know, about it was your second time coming, but guess what? It was my first time actually attending that uh, West End Community Back to School uh, session. There, so yeah. I, yeah, I was really, really happy to be there. And I was there uh, representing another company, actually, uh, called The Forge. Um, and I'm an official Forge ambassador, and that's a company that helps um, young entrepreneurs that are in business to help to scale their business up and really provide a support uh, system and a platform for all of us uh, young budding entrepreneurs to grow. And I was there working on, you know, their behalf and doing my part. And, you know, when I was introduced to you, I was so thrilled because who has not seen the the Cosby show? You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, So it was a really, it was a a great honor to meet you uh, and to meet Tracy as well. And um, when I was able to explain to you about Truffle, uh, which is a company that I founded just about, just under 10 years ago, um, you know, I, I started from very, very humble beginnings. I'm actually a third-generation seamstress uh, turned fashion designer, and the word treffle, well, it's really pronounced pref in French. Um, uh, it means clover, like a clover leaf, and I named the company after my grandmother uh, because she founded Clovers, uh, which is a... Uh, sewing and shoe store in Tortola, British Virgin Islands, and she founded it in 1962, and her middle name is Clover. Um, and she also taught me how to sew and all that good stuff. So I have a rich, rich history surrounding uh, garment construction, fashion, uh, textiles, and that type of thing. And, you know, that was also, of course, inherited by my mom and then, of course, passed on to me just naturally and organically. So, you know, the company uh, has been, like I said, in existence for just under 10 years, and I focus on luxury swimwear and resort wear for men, women, and children, of course. So, you know, I was happy to do that pop-up uh, with you. That was a fun time. So much fun. Like, yeah. I cannot wait to see Ella's little dress on her. It's so, so cute. Yeah. 
So, um, tell, I did, mm-hmm. go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, no, I was just saying, so tell us, you know, I know the island was just, I, I can't even, unfathomable devastation. Yeah. So, yeah. where where is everything now in the efforts to kind of just pick back up and, and keep going? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that I'm happy to see, <clears throat> because when Irma came, she really, she really came. Um, and I've never been so scared in my life. Um, uh, you know, a, a lot of people um, lost a lot of things, thousands and thousands of people. And we've never had, um, I think it's been, we've, we're the first island to have a Category 5. It probably jumped up to Category 7, you never know, a hurricane um, to come across, you know, the Atlantic. So it really, really was devastating for us. But for me, um, I always try to, the good in things, and I started seeing leaves growing on trees literally maybe three or four days after, and to me, that just um, gave me a sign of hope um, to, to look past all of the devastation, to look past all of the flat homes, to look past all the debris and all the galvanized through the hills, and, you know, fast forward it to now, and you have, like, mountains that are almost covered, you know, it, it's, it's a sign of progress. Um, it's a sign of hope, you know, and we've had so many people sending so much love and, and giving willingly and wholeheartedly. And we have um, nonprofit organizations um, like UNICEF that has come in to help out. We've had uh, nonprofit organizations like Convoy of Hope that has been like stellar um, helping out the entire British Virgin Islands, getting people back up on their feet with whatever they need, tarps, food, um, gas, plywood, um, everything. getting people back, everything, everything. Yeah. And people have sent not just their love, but they've sent a wave of support financially, materially, everything, spiritually, everything, you know, and, and it's, I'm waiting for the, for the song to come out, you know, when, you know, when a devastation happened, you know, you have a really good song that comes out, our local, um, musicians and engineers, their studios were all destroyed, but I'm pretty sure they're going to come out with a song that'll hit home and just, you know, help to uplift us as we yeah. continue to Because one thing, you can, material things can be lost, but the spirit of a people can never be destroyed. Oh, yeah. No, so. yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I, I had my little crying session, too, and I've never seen my, my dad scared of anything. But Irma did that. You know, that's how frightening things were. And everybody has a story, you know. And, and we, thankfully, we have a concrete roof at our home. So we didn't lose our roof, but we lost um, some doors and stuff like that and, and some flooding. But, you know, everybody has a story. And I'm so thankful to you to be able to at least share a little bit yeah. about, you know, what happened with me and just to let you know that the people of the BVI are resilient people. And they are, you know, moving forward day by day in good strides. Right. Of course, the, the pressure would be there, uh, you know, a little frustration. And it comes naturally with these type of disasters. Yeah. But, again, we, we try to pull together and come together and just help out one another as much as we can. Well, you shout know? out so to the concrete roof. Oh, um, you have a concrete roof. Yeah. you got to have those, apparently. But That's I'm so sport. I'm happy to hear that. Um, so right now I know you're, you're in the States, you're in Colorado. What are you doing? I am. So I'm here just for a little bit, uh, because one of the things, uh, that I always wanted to do is I never wanted to limit myself up because I'm from a small island with less than 30,000 people, 35,000 people. Um, and I always thought big. So I recently partnered uh, last this year. Earlier this year, I launched my cell phone cases, of which you have. Mine is on right now. 
right? <laughs> and those prints have been doing amazingly well, and I've just received so much love and support from Audubox and the whole team. Please here tell now Nancy and all of them that I say hello. I'm sorry to cut yes. you off, but tell them I say hello and send my love. I, I will. I will. I certainly will. I'm with them every day, so I would definitely um, pass the message. Uh, so I'm working with them now because we're working on some new products. So woo, that's woo. really exciting. I know. I can't say much more, but oh, it's going to okay. be really nice. I will, I'm will. i looking really nice. forward to being excited to see what you guys come up with. And, um, and then I'll see you next month, November 17th through the 19th for the Fearless Reloaded Conference. You will I'm be there. I will be there. I will be there in full force. I'm really excited about that. Oh, we're excited to Ariane. coming. She's also equally excited, yeah. Yes, and so. Tracy will be there as well. So it will be a little reunion. Yeah, we have a reunion special. Well, I just wanted to say thank you so much for calling in. And you know, anytime you have something new going on, anything you want to talk about, you are more than welcome to be and to share it right here at Candidly Keisha. Um, how can people, before we go, please let people know how they can buy your beautiful, your clothing, your your cases, mm-hmm. your all of the different things that you are doing. Where can people go and support you? Well, I have a wonderful website, uh, and the website is www.trefledesigns.com. So that's T-R-E-F-L-E, designs, with an S, dot com. And I also have social media. Instagram is at Truffle Designs, Facebook at Truffle Designs, and Twitter at Truffle Swimwear. So you get to see everything on there, and I try to update it as much as possible. Uh, we've, we haven't had too much of a uh, good signal in the past couple weeks, but we're getting there. A new product is on the way. Yay. So check it out. And I'm going <laughs> to get a big booby bathing suit top. You are. I'm working <laughs> on that for sure. You and are. I'm working on shrinking the rest of me. So. <laughs> You look beautiful. You These boobies, bomb. though, I don't think, I don't know if I'm going to, I'm going to have, I'm trying not to have a toddler still trying to breastfeed, but it's, it's been <laughs> interesting. We'll see how it goes, but I just want to say thank you, thank you for calling in and um, cannot wait to see you. Please tell the whole gang in Colorado hello and have hello. an amazing weekend. Thank you so much. Same to you. We're gonna we're gonna live it up in Atlanta. Absolutely. So God bless you and thank you again so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. Anytime. Well, this is Candidly Keisha, and we will be right back next Friday. You have an amazing, amazing weekend, everyone who's listening. And how I said I wanted to each show um, have some piece of good news. Well, I guess we had a whole nother good news show. So there it is. <laughs> Enjoy. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.